Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Eight minutes after the hour, Powderhorn Guns and Archery on board with us. And uh, they are, by the way, at 1915 Paris Road. 1915 Paris Road. Uh, we're going to talk about some firearms they brought in the studio that you may want to rush over there and buy when the show is over. Uh, and uh, in the meantime, we've been playing some uh, audio from uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke, a.k.a. Beto. Uh, and uh, Kelsey and Jordan are on board with us this morning. So he's already suggesting that uh, by having permitless carry, uh, things are going to get violent in Texas. Uh, and, and, and he points to several cases where this violence erupted before they had permitless carry. So the permit didn't make a damn bit of difference, but that apparently is logic that escapes him. But he goes on to bloviate. We, we should learn both from our proud history of responsible gun ownership and from this really unfortunate, tragic history of gun violence. We, we should know better than to do this. In addition, y además, law enforcement by and large is against this for good reason. We should be listening to them on this. Um, check out this statistic. I believe last year, 6,000 license to carry applications were denied for a, a, a number of reasons. Those 6,000 people who were denied the ability to do this, we found some reason they should not be able to carry a gun in public. If this becomes law, they will be carrying guns in, in public. So um, take whatever part of that you like or something else and reach out to your state legislator, your state senator, your state rep, and tell them how you feel. You'd be surprised how infrequently that happens. Well. So 6,000 people apparently in Texas uh, had applied for a concealed carry permit and for one reason or another were denied. And you know, Kelsey, it can be all kinds of things that have no indication that they're going to be violent and go out and shoot people. And on top of that, it strikes me as kind of silly to think that that stops the bad guys. Well, absolutely. So it, I don't want to put a number on it, but I'm sure a very, very high percentage of these issues that we see are not legal gun owners. They're just not. Um, they've either stolen the firearm, they've bought it illegally, whatever. And it's not going to change anything, especially in a state like Texas. I spent a lot of time down there. Maybe those guys don't carry firearms in public when they're not supposed to, but I promise you, as soon as you leave the blacktop, they've all got a gun on them. They're fine. Just let them, let them roll. They're okay. Let them roll. Um, I, and I, I, would, I would agree with you on that. Uh, I don't want to go too, uh, too far without talking about what's on the table in front of me. And I'm going to start with the one that most makes me want to drool. After this, it's anticlimactic. After this, <laughs> I mean, as great matters. as the other firearms may be, including this flag thing. Anyway, let me just tell me about this SIG. So this is the MPX, which is their, um, they run this gun in several different variations. This is the strict pistol variety, uh, relatively short barrel. I think this one's like the four and a half inch or something like that. It's the newer one. So it's an MPX Model K. Um, it's got their little brace on it. It's kind of eh, AR styled-ish. It's not an AR, but it's AR styled. Um, folding brace, 30 round magazine. They're just fun. Yeah, uh, they're just fun. They make a real version that goes ratatata. This is not that one. <laughs> it, it, Jordan, what did she say? She, what is she said? <laughs> ratatata. 
I think that fires a lot of bullets. <laughs> bullets, yeah. <laughs> bullets. Um, oh, no, this these thing are neat. is neat. <laughs> neat. Yeah. Well, it's, it's got a rail. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does have, so it's M-Lock compatible on the fore end. It's very short. Obviously, this one is. Um, they do a couple variations that are like 7 to 10 inches. They do a pistol caliber carbine. Um, they make the MCX, which is the carbine, strict carbine version. This you also find in like an SBR or the full auto. This is 9mm, right? Yes. Oh, that is sweet. We have that ammo. <laughs> yeah, we have ammo. We have ammo. What we have, what we have to do is make sure my wife's not listening because if she sees this, uh, I'm going to be out a few bucks here. I, well, I can I, tell you. I think Darn. you could get her a cat, and uh, <laughs> then we'd be even, right? Get her a puppy. I'm really upset with you now, Jordan. <laughs> really upset with you. What's the deal on this cat now? I haven't heard about this. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Well, Gwen works for this nonprofit, uh, and they. Uh, they help people with Parkinson's to regain their voice. And it is a remarkable process. And, and they don't charge, which is even more remarkable. Uh, they ask you if, you if you can to pay it forward. If you can't, they're just there to help. So twice a year they do uh, a fundraiser, and they're doing one right now. And I even put a link up on my page at GaryNolan.com for people to donate. Well, my, I was teasing my wife about Christmas gifts and not getting her anything, and she wants a cat. And I hate cats. And I'm reluctant to ever have a cat. And then, stupidly, I said something like, I'll tell you what, Gwen, if, if you can generate $5,000 in donations from being on the show, I'll let you have the cat. Well, <laughs> she has been pushing hard, let me tell you. And then Brian, being a very good friend of mine and knowing full well how I feel about cats, is telling everybody... Go to GaryNolan.com and sign up. Make a donation. Yeah, you just got to scroll down a couple, and then it's right there, Parkinson Voice Project slash donate. No, don't. And boom. <laughs> really, like you're don't, gonna have don't. a cat. What if, what if we uh, did like a portion of our proceeds from this firearm right here? Oh, that would be And we donated excellent. that back. Towards I, would the cat I, I, I won't have you on my program. <laughs> you can't do that to me. So, sometimes you have to make decisions in life, Gary. It just We're happens. all friends. <laughs> but We're on the plus side, we're with a friends. cat. You might hate the cat, but the cat will likely hate you back. <laughs> it will be mutual. Oh, that that's going to make my life for the next 15 years easier? Yeah. yeah living with a cat that yeah. hates me. Yeah. Oh, you you people are cruel. That's that's true. We are. We're all dog owners here. <laughs> yes, but it is a terrific outfit. Um, and if you know anybody with Parkinson, there's a link there. You can go to their page, um, and you'll find somebody to treat you it, it, literally all over the world, they're doing this process. Uh, and we have several here uh, in, in, at Mizzou. Um, you know somebody with Parkinson, this is a great project. I'm, I'm afraid. I've, I've got to stop now because I don't want to over... I don't mind if they get $4,999. Uh, but if it goes over by a dollar, I'm... You mean you put this up on Facebook, too? You know, it'll kind of help. Drawing some donations, like maybe put a picture of a cat. Ooh, I, I like that. We might do yeah. that on our Facebook page too. We've got our website. We could, we could we'll do that. Everybody should do that. We should to help Gary out. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. We do that for him. That's not helping me out. Oh, you, you don't understand. If if she yeah. hits that magic night, oh God, I hate you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> there's there is more here uh, than this sig. Uh, so let's talk revolver. 
Okay. You talked me into it. You're um, tough nut to crack. I, didn't, no, I was so tough. thinking you were going to hold out forever. No, so um, this is, we have been struggling getting larger framed revolvers for the last, eh, you know, two years. Um, so it's really exciting when we get stuff like this in. This is the Smith & Wesson Model 69. It is actually a relatively new gun for them. They brought it out, um, gosh, three or four years ago, right before the world ended. And uh, <laughs> Before the world <laughs> right, ended. right. What's kind of neat about this one is it's actually a smaller framed 44 Magnum. Um, so it's built on the L frame, which is traditionally their 357s. Think the 686, the 586, stuff like that. But feel that grip. Right. So you're getting um, a gun that's more packable in size. And for the guys that like to go out west, uh, that's actually why I bought mine <clears throat> for, you know, states like... Utah, Wyoming, Colorado, where you may be dealing with larger bears, um, and in some cases, not just black bears, but grizzly bears. Uh, it's a five-shot 44 mag. It weighs significantly less than its in-frame, you know, the larger frame sizes, um, but it does not beat the living daylights out of you, like um, the 329, which is their scandium frame 44 mag. That, that grip feels like... Uh You'd you'd have a good purchase on it. it yeah, it doesn't like you'd say I'm gonna slip or be slick, right? Or slide away. Uh, so that's kind of neat. Um, that's it's, it's still not all the guns they brought, ladies and gentlemen. They have more, and we're gonna talk about one more in just a couple of minutes. It's Gary on guns. Hot talk, ninety three nine Eagle. Twenty two minutes after the hour. Powderhorn Guns and Archery on board. Jordan is with us. So is Kelsey. And Kelsey, this uh, Taurus uh, 22. Yes. Uh, this is neat with the flag on it. Tell me about this. So this is the TX-22. Taurus brought this gun out again like a couple years ago. Um, the 16 round, right? Yes. And it doesn't feel bulky like some of those bigger 22s can, if that makes sense. Um, it's very... If anybody's ever held like an HK, like a VP9 or a P30, it's kind of what it feels like. Give you a good yeah. idea. And she's got little baby hands, and I've got bigger hands, and it feels good in both. I mean, I, I really, yeah, I, I, I like it. I like the way it fits. I don't think your hand. hands are that big, pal. I think you're just <laughs> well, bragging a little bit, don't you think? How about compared to the tiny Kelsey next to me? Okay, all right. Thank you. <laughs> Greatly appreciate that. Um, well, I have a story about that in a minute, but let's get back to this gun. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this is designed to be a good comparison to most of your full-size 9mm 40s, stuff like that, except it's not very expensive to shoot. And it's not very expensive to own either. Look no, at the price this tag here. particular model is $369, um, the spangling included. The all-black versions are, in fact, a little bit cheaper. Um, we've had them under $300. Spang wow. Spangling? Yeah. Is that what they call Spangling. that? Like Star Spangling Star Banner? Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, I learned something today, Gary. I'm surprised you've yeah. never heard me say that before. Nope, I've never heard it. Mm -hmm. I learned something. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's got a kind of a, a version of the American flag across it. it, it looks yeah. kind of, I think it looks kind of neat. I, of I've never heard of Spangling before either, but... <laughs> We've, we've all learned something today. It's yeah, one of my is particular that, is that Kelseyisms. <laughs> so, Kelsey, do you, do you get that from the Star Spangly Banner? Yeah. Or? yeah. I see. Okay. Spangly. That works. Yeah. That's a thing. It's not just me. <laughs> or maybe sure it is. It. I don't know. It's sure likely it just me. Yeah. It's well, funny. we never heard of it before, so it's you. Well, you're welcome. I'm glad I could <laughs> enlighten everybody today. 
But no, these little things, um, phenomenal trigger. It's a, actually a very, very good striker-fired trigger. Um, I have heard of no cycling issues. So most people are running anywhere between 36 and 40 gram ammunition, which is fairly standard on the 22. Um, no jams, no failure to feeds, that kind of stuff. What kind of bullets does that shoot? <laughs> 22 long rifle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we try it. Don't to... spring that on me. Yeah. Make me you. Um, that is that is neat. Oh, I like these little guns. I wasn't I wasn't completely sold when Taurus said they were bringing out another twenty two, because there are lots on the market now. You can never have too many rim fires. I will be the first to say that. But they sold me on it. I'm I'm a fan. So you've shot it and you like the way it feels. I've messed with them quite a bit. I have not gotten to shoot one, but talking to people that have shot several of them, yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Do you, Jordan, do you think that the 22, even in this, you know, it is a good self-defense weapon? Uh, or is it a better than, you know, is it just better for blinking and having fun, practicing? It's fine. Um, you, know, you know, that's one of those that is is a little bit bigger bullet, always a little bit better. Not always, but a lot of times, yes. You've got to be comfortable. And, man, if... if all you're comfortable with is handling the recoil and the size of a 22. If that is in your mind what you're comfortable with, then that's what you need to carry. And if you don't mind carrying a 380 or a 9 millimeter or a 40 or a 45, go, go for it. Bigger hole usually means, you know, more blood loss. Uh, but More stopping power. Yeah, I mean, because you're, you're talking T-zone hit, which doesn't matter if it's 22 or a 45. Uh, they're going to stop. I mean, mechanically, the body can't work anymore. Um, otherwise, you're talking about blood loss um, and, and or pain. And, you know, you get to pain, well... Nobody wants to be shot with anything, so I'm pretty sure if, if you if you are receptive to pain, then your 22 nine millimeter 40, it doesn't really matter what you're going to get hit with. So uh, you can you can have fun with it, plink with it, and yep. it, it's good for self defense. Easy to get back on target because uh, with a 22 like this, uh, it's probably not very much of a a, a hit no. for recoil. Yeah, the recoil. So it's it's one of those things. If you're intimidated by recoil, man, don't carry something you're intimidated by. Even if you do shoot it. You're the only one that'll know. You're the one that has to make that decision in your head. But uh, if if you start to get to 380s and 9 millimeters, and you just uh, you you don't really like doing it, man, that's that makes it so much harder than when the time comes to actually pull that out and have confidence and and using it when you need to. So just it, it works fine. If that's all you can do, by gosh, I'm a SLT, and we're going to teach you how to use it, and and uh, it, it'll work fine. Beautiful. Uh, and those are all going to be available. Uh, and, and, and before I get too far, any of these in, in you know, in quantity or are they one-offs? <laughs> I might have more than one of the Taurus right now. I would have to double check, but I know the Smith and the Sig is just one each. Oh, if you want, if you, oh yeah, you got to go down there and get that. That is, that is so, and please get it before my wife finds <laughs> out about it. That's, I beg of you. Gun for a cat. <laughs> it, it, don't, don't, don't push it, Kelsey. <laughs> don't push it. I'm telling you. It's on Facebook now, by the way. Yes. Oh, no. It's you been shared. Yeah. 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 Up. Oh. yeah. You're going to lose. A, You're going to lose. <laughs> just a five grand. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to punch Brian right in the mouth. <laughs> uh, all right. So wh I want to hear the story about the hands. What oh, was okay. So my mom's going to love this. Um, she makes fun of me all the time for my hands being so small, which all 106 pounds of her really scares me. But I did have a customer one day. So it was chilly out. I was wearing a sweatshirt and uh, we were talking about something. And he was like, well, how about you call me if you get one? Okay. So I went to grab like an ink pen and a piece of paper to write his name and phone number down. And he jumps. 
And I'm like, you okay? He's like, your hands are so small, they startled me. I was like, can you say that to people? It's like, thanks. Your hands are so small, they startled him? Yeah, and I don't know the guy. It's not like it was a regular just messing with me. It's some dude I didn't know from Adam making fun of my hands. Brian, does that happen to you a lot? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just checking. I don't know. All right, we're just kidding. Uh, you know, there's a story that just that just broke overnight uh, about some Texas deputy constables who were shot. Uh, it was a kind of an ambush attack. And there's a lesson to be learned from this. Uh, a lot of times uh, people think, you know, if I'm if I'm at a restaurant or in a store and somebody does something that, you know, uh, that that's threatening that, you know, you might want to step up to the to the plate you want to defend the innocent but even these deputy constables who have been trained uh, I would argue made a mistake and that is they didn't look behind them um, you're at a convenience store and you see somebody pull a gun on the cashier and you think well I'm gonna stop this you got to know what's behind you you got to know that somebody's not working with them, that's not covering them, that will shoot you in the back. These deputy constables walked into a bar that apparently they, they thought it was being robbed. They were called, and they were shot from behind. So, situational awareness, Jordan? Yeah, that's that's hard. Um, that That's hard. I, I, I don't know about this. I haven't, I haven't you know, heard about it until right now. But, uh, you know, when you're going into something like that, it is hard. Hard because you also want to get in there if you believe a robbery is going on. Um, you know it's 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 tough, and I don't know where they were shot from behind. If it was someone standing there, if it was someone in a dark car parked across the street, I, I have no idea. No, they but, were actually in the building. Yeah. But it, but the point is, when you get the urge to do something like this, um, you're it, you know the scenario that I gave yes. you. You're in a convenient food mart uh, or who knows drugstore, yep. whatever, uh, and you think, well, I'll 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 stop this. Yeah. We, we talked about that last time. I think I was on on a different situation, but you've got to know what's around you. I think that was a parking lot situation where someone came out and, you know, stealing your car or breaking into your car or whatever. But, uh, yeah, you, you've got to take a, a second and look all around you so you know what is going on, where bullets are going to fly both directions. Yep. Uh, life in San Francisco is going to get a little bit more dangerous. We'll give you some details next. I'm Gary Ungott. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. In studio, Kelsey is with us. Jordan also from Powderhorn Guns and Archery. And uh, boy, a reason to be grateful you don't live in California, particularly San Francisco. Did you, you, uh, by the way, let me, before I do this, uh, I just told you the story about these uh, Texas law enforcement officers that were shot in the back. Uh, and I said it happened inside based on the story that I had uh, read earlier and had in front of me. Uh, but Fox News just reported that they were outside. Um, the details we don't know. But the point still remains, uh, whenever you draw your weapon, you want to make sure there's nobody behind you that's that you can't see. Be aware, situationally aware. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but I guess I think it's Walgreens is uh, moving out of San Francisco. They're taking their stores out of downtown because they've been they've experienced so much theft uh, did you guys see the, the the guy on the bicycle in the store with a great big plastic garbage bag <laughs> I did see that I saw that snippet yeah that's one of the stores that they're closing oh God 
because they they they're just nothing you can do. And law enforcement in California are really restricted on how they can respond when it comes to things like shoplifting. So it 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 just is it's just not being stopped and and the bad guys know it. Yep. So the the drugstores are moving out, but if that if that but wait there's more because if that's not enough. Uh the story at Breitbart crime is on the rise in San Francisco, but city officials have placed more than 180 employees including police and sheriff's departments who have not received the China flu vaccine on paid leave. So in a state where law enforcement have, uh, you know, are literally handcuffed, can't can't enforce the law, where crime is rampant, where people, are, drug users are sleeping on the streets and, and people are getting robbed constantly, they are now going to take a bunch of law enforcement officers off the street because they haven't had the China flu vaccine. I, that doesn't make sense to me at all. What the hell are they thinking? They're not. That's prior, priorities and, and differences of being crazy and not, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, I got a friend of mine that just left San Francisco, moved into Nevada. And uh, he said that there is a restaurant near the airport. And apparently this this restaurant, and I, and I don't remember seeing it. I've flown in there a couple times, but I don't remember seeing this. But a lot of times people will get off the plane, get in a rental car, and go over to that restaurant. Because they've been on a plane flying all day. They, you know, came from New York or wherever. And they go to that restaurant. And while they're in that restaurant, the bad guys break into their rental cars and steal their luggage. And it happens with incredible frequency several times a day. And the police can't do anything. They literally, no. and they can't get there quick enough usually for shoplifting, anyway. Right. And yeah. nobody else is ever going to do anything else about it. They just learned, and they go, "Oh, well, this is easy, easy to get away with it, easy to do what we want. Nobody's going to stop us. Everybody's just going to film us with their camera, and they don't care anything about that." And yeah, it makes that. me think maybe we should, uh, you know, move out to California and give up work. Uh, all we have to do is you know, go into. <laughs> First thing you want to do is go into a store that sells camping supplies, so you have some place to sleep. <laughs> Just take uh, your tent. Yeah, uh, and then uh, you're you're in like a porch climber. But it doesn't make sense to me uh, to tell law enforcement officers and first responders you haven't had the China flu shot, so we're not going to let you protect people. The truth is, and and I guess I'm doing more of my Monday uh, through Friday thing here. Uh, I'm vaccinated. I could be uh, infected, and I wouldn't even have any symptoms. I wouldn't even know it. I'd be the dangerous one. The carrier. Uh, the, huh? The carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the people who are not vaccinated would more likely, you know, succumb, would, would actually get sick from this. So they're not a threat to society. Let them work. Let them do their jobs, especially in San Francisco. Where, by the way, you can't get ammo. It's a struggle to get a firearm. What a what a mess that state is, huh? Yeah, wow. I, I can't I can't imagine being out there. I think I saw something in a magazine where someone it was a hunting magazine too, and they were talking about taking I don't remember what it was some kind of game in California. And I was like, huh? They allow hunting in California? Oh, it was birds. Yeah. It was that bird was like, dog magazine. I was like, wow, that that yeah. was, that was neat. You yeah. can actually have a shotgun in California, huh? Yeah, I, I've got <laughs> non toxic uh, shot only. That's right. I got a friend. Yeah, no, toxic shot. I got a, 
I had a friend of mine uh, that's in the firearms industry, and they sell products all over the world. Uh, you probably know Garson. Yep. Uh, and and uh, they they just have a hell of a time working with California. Yeah. Well, and that's we don't. We won't send transfers into California. So most of the time, all that's required for a firearms transfer from dealer to dealer is the corresponding copies of the federal firearms licenses. Um, but in California, in order for us to send a dealer a California legal firearm, we would have to register with California's DOJ. Register with the California yep. Department, even though you're a licensed yep. dealer. Yep. So we just don't. <laughs> it's easier. So somebody from California comes here and buys a rifle, you can sell it to them. Um, but if they buy a pistol? Well, no. So actually, no. You cannot sell a California resident a long gun. Um, I think they require contiguous states. But regardless, um, it would still have to fall within all of California's rules. So it would have to be a California legal firearm. We would have to go through the 10-day process. Um, you would have, they would still have to register it with California's DOJ in order to purchase it here. Um, and then we would have to likely ship it into California, which isn't happening. So they're just one of our no, like just a no. Too, too, too much risk for the, yeah. for the tiny bit of money you make on it. It's just too much risk. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea it was that difficult. I, I, mm -hmm. I could go into Ohio, uh, say, hey, I'm from Missouri and I want to buy a rifle and I could buy it. Yes. But if, uh, if somebody from California comes into Missouri or goes into Ohio, they can't do it. It's, they got to jump. You got to jump through all those hoops. Correct. And well, and like so some states have different rules than others. So like Texas, of all states, um, has to be a contiguous state to buy a long gun. So they can't buy long guns here. Huh. Yeah. We have to keep track of all those changing rules. Uh, yeah. Because if, if it's our responsibility to know, which, which is right, it's our responsibility to know if we violate one of those. But, yeah, we have to apply or we have to abide by all the rules of whatever state they live in. So that's why we'll have to look something up, you know, says we're going to Massachusetts or New York or Ohio. We'll have to do a quick mm -hmm. search if we don't do it a lot just to make sure they don't have some weird 14-round capacity ban like Colorado, 15 rounds, all that kind of stuff. We have to pay attention to all that. Yep. You know, I knew you guys were overregulated. I had no idea how <laughs> complex that is. You know, and the irony of this is, the Second Amendment is so clearly understood and is, you have the right to own and bear arms. And nowhere does it say the state can tell you how many rounds your magazine can hold, what kind of uh, gun you can have. Uh, you've got to get our permission to do this. None of that is constitutional none of it uh, and and so it makes people so incredibly vulnerable um i don't even know where to go with this i mean i, I just think it's it's pretty awful <laughs> yeah we just keep we keep whittling away at that uh sl slowly whittling away at uh at what the second amendment is yeah well the supreme court is is likely to I, and i do believe they're going to do uh the right thing here supreme court's hearing a case out of new york uh, New York has uh, a couple of peculiar laws. Uh, for instance, New York City's got their own firearm uh, 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 concealed carry permit that you can get. But uh, it is a May-issue state. And if you have a, a firearm and you want to, you know, go out to the target range, uh, they had a law that said you had to go straight there and straight back. You couldn't stop and see your mom. Uh, you'd you'd be violating the law. So they're going to challenge that. Uh, it's going up to the Supreme Court. And uh, 
I think they're ultimately going to say it's going to be a shall uh, a shall issue state, uh, and and all of them will. In Illinois, I mean, this is really peculiar. If you're in Chicago and you want to go target practicing, if you don't own a car, you better get somebody in a car to give you a ride because you can't take your firearm on the bus. Uh, they have no actual shooting ranges, as I understand it, inside the city of Chicago. And they've got all kinds of restrictions about carrying your firearm out of the city. Um, and I think all of that gets challenged with the Supreme Court case. Well, and up until just a few years ago, it was illegal to own a handgun inside the city limits of Chicago. Like, what, six, seven years ago? It hasn't been that long ago. Well, you know, it's amazing how six or seven years ago, nobody got shot in Chicago. Right. <laughs> it was like the safest place. This was utopia. Not. All right. Uh, Powderhorn Guns and Archery on board with us this morning. Georgia woman shot dead. We'll uh, talk about that next. And Gary on Guns. Hot talk. 93.90. Hey, welcome. It is uh, 50, 50 minutes after the hour. Uh, and this story is, it's tragic in a, in a whole variety of ways, but it's somehow it, it, uh, just frustrating for me. Uh, Powderhorn Guns and Archery on board with us, and uh, they're at, uh, what, 1915 Paris Road, right? Yes, yes. sir. See, I've, mem- I've memorized this. I, I, now, I know your address. We've got to do something clever when we say that. You know how it, uh, Larry Whalen does this, uh, you know, you mentioned his... His store, and he tells you the street, and i gotta, I got to come up with some way for you guys to, to make sure that people get out there and look at these fabulous deals that you've got. I'll work on it. By the time you come back on, I'll have a catchy phrase. Uh, but in the meantime, if you don't need a catchy phrase, but you need a great firearm, or you're into archery, Powderhorn Guns and Archery is the place to go. Georgia woman. Apparently, uh, she and her girlfriend uh, got in a car with a couple of guys, and... It's not what you think. It's not that the guys tried to attack the girls. The girls uh, came armed with a gun and were going to rob the guys. One of the guys uh, got the jump and, and uh, on the girl and fought with her. And unfortunately for her, he got the better end of the deal. The gun went off and she got shot. And she died. Uh, one of the men attempted to disarm this woman. Her name is Reynolds. Uh, and she was shot with her own weapon during the struggle. Transported to uh, Houston Medical Center, and uh, she succumbed to her injuries. They uh, determined that uh, she um, had been working uh, with a girlfriend of hers to rob these two guys. Um, and this is the part that always gets me. I don't know. I see these crime stories, and I read the, the, the family's response, and it's like, are, are you serious? Really? Um it's with a heavy heart, says a family member, that we reach out to you today to tell you that Akima Rodriguez, uh, and this is what Akima Rodriguez wrote. Many of you may have recently heard that our beloved Kindle recently passed. Like, like she died of old age. She was robbing people at gunpoint. Um, she was, oh, I love that sound. Uh, she was a wonderful mother, daughter, sister, niece, granddaughter, and friend who touched the lives of those around her. Well, she tried to touch the lives of two guys that were around her, and she died doing it. Amongst her family, she leaves behind her handsome son, blah, blah, blah. We're devastated by the loss. You know, something like this happened, and some member of my family was caught doing this, and I'd be embarrassed to even talk about him. 
It's it just one of those things that that bother me because I see this all the time. Um, there was a story a couple of years ago about a guy who was uh, broken into somebody's house to steal clothes and was shot and killed by the homeowner. And the family came out and said, well, you know, that's that's unfair that that uh, that he was shot. They shouldn't have had a gun like that. And on top of that, this is the way we get clothes in the hood. It's like, <laughs> what? This is, this is, uh, there should be some shame associated with committing that kind of a crime. And, and I think that would lead to a little bit less crime. If you knew that your family was disappointed in you, that, that you had let everybody down, that you embarrassed them, maybe you'd think twice about violating the law. I don't know. Is, is that seem outrageous? Eh, no, not outrageous. I mean, you just... So your kids are your kids, so I, I get that point. But I guess if you live with that on a daily basis, that's just part of your life as those people. And they sometimes they break laws, and it's just it's not as big of a deal. So they... They, it just doesn't mean the same thing to them that it does to us, but uh, it is it is kind of crazy. I, mean, I don't know how you even make a statement. I can't imagine making a statement after you know, a, a kid or a, a husband, wife, anything did something like that. I can't I can't imagine going out and making a statement. Well, you know, I I could say I still love my family member, yep. but I am horribly disappointed and embarrassed at what they've done. Yep. That's an acceptable. Or just don't make the Facebook post at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but... <laughs> But this this attempt to make it sound as though she, you know, innocently and sadly passed away. No, she was robbing two men at gunpoint and lost the battle. I don't know. It just makes me a little bit crazy. One of those things that bugs you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. How are you? Oh, all right. I was hearing the post there, and I thought, yeah, she left behind her son, her favorite ski mask, and her firearm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what should have been in there. I don't know about anybody else. Uh, I had good parents, and I can remember my mother instilling in me from the time I was little. If I ever stole something or did something, you know, I was either going to go apologize, take it back, or whatever, or she was going to, you know, drag me over there, turn me in, call the cops. Okay, so you didn't do that kind of stuff. And I'll guarantee if that was me in that girl's place, my mom would have been writing an apology to the world. She'd say, we are so sorry. We don't know, you know, what what, what this kid did, and, and we're so sorry for the problems he caused, whatever. They would never do something like that. And yeah, I guess I, it's just a, a – I don't know. The, the world has changed a little bit, but it's you know, it's like, I guess, you know, you said Bonnie and Clyde, you know, Clyde Barrow's mom was proud of him or whatever. You know, I guess uh, it's how you grow up. But it is, it is really sad that we're – treating people like this and uh it's, it's really hard to get your head around it well i just think that if people knew that doing something like this would embarrass their family would would cause them to be shamed that maybe they wouldn't well, do it maybe you right, know i'm sure it wouldn't stop correct. everybody but it, it might stop some of this and it's irritating to see them treated like they're heroes I know, but we've seen this over and over in the news. What do you expect those kids to do? Remember that one, you know, I expect him to get stuff to go to school. He's supposed to be out burglarizing houses. The parents know the kids are breaking the crime or, or breaking the law, doing crimes. When they come home with stuff that obviously isn't theirs and they wouldn't have been able to get, they don't question them. 
That's what my mother had done. If I showed up with a bicycle, she'd have been, hey, where'd you get that? Whose is that? I'll go call their mom to see if they sold it to If the story doesn't make sense, but most of these parents are just like, yeah, whatever. You know, that's, yeah. that's what they do. And when you accept that, that's what you get. All right. Chris, thank you. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. So the point is, um, you got to protect yourself. And uh, the best way to do that is take some classes, uh, find out what is the best firearm for you, be situationally aware, follow the law, and head over to Powderhorn Guns and Archery, won't you? Because if you don't buy that gun, that that yeah. means my wife is going to make me buy it. And the attack cat. That always helps. <laughs> No! Hey, guys, thank you. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your life. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.